Hey, and welcome to another episode of Transformed and Renewed. Matter of fact, this is a new episode. If you're just tuning in, I am excited that you have decided to join us. If this is your first time, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. That way you can stay up to date with what we are doing here. And if you are returning, welcome again. So tonight we're going to be talking about health disparities in America. And this is a probably a new topic that you've heard me talk about, but this won't be the last tonight. My goal is just really to introduce you to this information of what is health disparities in America and kind of thinking of things that, you know, you can do, um, we can do to better our communities and also make the, the playing field in such a way to where there is no disparities at all. So as we get into it, when we think about the word health disparities, you're probably wondering, what is health disparities? I never heard of that word. Well, the term basically comes from, uh, or is basically defined as differences that can exist. Historically, it has been among people who were based on race, or it could have been based on ethnic groups, so when we talk about race, it can be towards Caucasians and African-Americans, or it could be towards Caucasians and Asians. And that, if you were to do Caucasians and Asians, just as an example, that can be both a racial um, disparity, but it can also, it could be a type of health disparity, race, as well as ethnic because both groups are different, especially from an ethics standpoint. And so when we really think about it, the two common ones, like I mentioned, when it comes to health disparity being the uh, pretty much the differences, you know, when it comes to the treatment care that a person may get or of obtaining full health. And so sometimes in medical uh, in the medical system or even just in healthcare, historically individuals have been treated differently. Um, that's just fact. That's not my assumption. This comes off of, you know, numerous reports, articles, and even uh, just witnesses of people who have shared their experience. There are different types of people, not only African-Americans, but even Hispanics, not only Hispanics, but even Asians. And the list goes on and on in terms of, you know, the treatment that people are getting. Now, I'm not saying that all of these groups may have experienced uh, a difference of treatment in America, but I have a strong belief that most of these situations have occurred. Now, of course, they can occur outside of America, could occur in other countries, where individuals, you know, experience a difference in terms of the, the treatment care that they get compared to someone who gets better care. And so this has been an ongoing issue when we think about it, because most people may not realize that, oh, I'm not getting the same care that another person is getting, unless you were to see a criteria such as, you know what, this person actually stayed in the doctor's office longer and I just saw them sign up as a new patient. I signed up as a new patient. 
I'm basically told to take this medicine and I'm only in there for five minutes. Whereas this person, again, they just signed up just like I did. They filled out some paperwork. They stayed there for about 20 minutes and they're actually younger than myself. But yet I felt like I was kind of rushed through the process, not really heard about my issue. And so that is just one example of what a person may experience in terms of disparity. It could be you may not get the proper care, you know, especially when it comes down to, you know, if, if a if a certain service is, is not available in your area. Let's just say, for example, you needed to have a surgery. And let's say you need to have surgery, let's say, on an area in your um, in your upper respiratory system. So it could be your esophagus or your throat. Let's say you may need a physician who specializes in that, but they are no nowhere located near you. So in order to access that physician, you would basically have to fly to another state in order to access that. Now, let's say that your condition needed a very timely approach but yet you knew like, hey, it's it's kind of stressing you out in terms of, OK, I could do this, but there are no flights left. Or I... So when it comes down to disparities, that can be another issue is you may not have a physician or a specialist that is near you. It could go the same. Uh, it could be the same if you have women who are pregnant, whether you're Sp whether you are Hispanic, African-American or any other. Um, ethnicity where a certain um, care is not given to you. And I'm not saying that uh, <clears throat> I'm not saying that there has to be a, a care in terms of, um, I guess, catering to you, not, not in the bad sense, but what I'm saying is sometimes there may be certain things that a healthcare professional may not really take the time to understand. And sometimes they may look at you as, oh, okay, you should be fine. Not really understanding like, hey, I'm not the same as these other individuals. You really need to understand what I'm sharing with you. And so that can also be a disparity between the health professional not really listening. And yes, I said it, a lot of health professionals, even though you can have the degree, doesn't mean that you have a lot of common soft skills, such as listening, understanding, being able to really help deliver quality service. And again, that plays into the role of disparity. So I, I kind of touched on it briefly about the two types of, or I guess two types of health disparities, one being between racial and ethnic groups. And if you see me looking off, I'm actually looking at some notes, but then another one um, also includes know, geography, uh, geographic, excuse me, location, socioeconomics. So if you earn a certain amount of money and another person may not earn a certain amount of money, there could be a disparity, especially if a health professional saw them or if you're not, if you don't qualify within a certain bracket, you may qualify for a form of uh, Medicaid or something of that nature if you're over a certain age. But then again, socioeconomic can show differences. So the healthcare professionals may 
have a slightly different approach, you know, in terms of how they treat you. And again, that may not be the best because I think every approach should always be with quality and care. Uh, nothing different, but always giving a person like, hey, if you were my relative, hopefully you would give me the utmost care. So I, I want you to do that for anyone. So yeah, geographic location as a type of health disparity, you have socioeconomic status, but then you also have gender, you have disability status, you have age, of course, and there are so many others, but these are some of the other ones that can play a role. So you can imagine a person of my nature uh, being younger and obviously African-American and there could be a disparity if there were was an individual that may be, I don't know, Asian or Caucasian, older, uh, made a lot more money than I did. And there could be some disparities that exist, especially in the healthcare system. So what do we do about that? And I think that when it comes down to that question, a lot of times we have to really think about what are some of the issues that we really care about. Because if you were to look in society, there are so many issues, at least that the media tries to portray. But a lot of times issues such as these are still ongoing, where people may not have access to proper health care, or even they may not get the type of treatment. So if you have a disease and you need a certain type of care, Let's say you do have a specialist that you're seeing, but they are not giving you the proper care. What do you really do? And I had a situation of, of this uh, probably some years ago, not long ago, and it was a learning lesson in terms of really being vocal, more vocal, but also, you know, which I did, I think, in the end, but I think being more vocal throughout the process, but also knowing what are your goals, because I think that can really alleviate a lot of the headaches and a lot of the struggles that you may encounter. And I think that this is one in which why I got involved as a uh, coach, as a holistic health coach. And I dropped that because that is a part of the news that I want to share with you is that I did get certified as a holistic health coach. But that is part of the reason why I really wanted to get into this area. One of the reasons is to help bridge the gap between individuals who may not really know, okay, I'm, I'm dealing with something, but I really don't know what the terminology is, or I really don't know what it is. And being able to help walk them through it, because otherwise you're looking at your primary care physician and they really don't have the time to do much because they want to see you and they want to see someone else within 10 minutes or less. And that is basically how their schedules work. I've been around several. I see the same trends. You have to see so many people. But it's also kind of one of those to where it's like, oh, if you're OK, then let's keep it moving. And most of the times, unless you really see a physician who is really focused on quality, which is, you know, fortunately, very few that you may see. Uh, you just won't get that care. And so when it comes down to, again, one of the things that I learned, and hopefully, you know, you may 
uh, applied is, you know, really understanding what are my goals? If I do have an issue, what am I looking to address? And so sometimes it's writing down, okay, I have an issue. I know I do have it because I experienced these symptoms and this is not normal, or at least I don't believe it is. But also saying, what can we do about it? But also being able to say, you know what, let me open up this, let me open up my options. So let me not just narrow narrow it down to this specialist. Let me say, you know what, I want to really get some more input in this, you know, more input that could have more professional expertise than myself. So let me really utilize my resources. And there is nothing wrong with that. And I think that plays a role in terms of how we can really address and really combat health disparities, you know, especially within communities. Sometimes it's just a matter of providing a service within a certain area or being able to say, you know what, we don't have this in our area and it is a common need. And so being able to say, you know what, I'm going to organize something in my neighborhood because I see that this is an issue. It could even affect kids that come up in this neighborhood or even in this county or even in this state. And so what are some of the things that we can do about it? And this can actually play a role when it comes to elections. Yes, people. So I know you probably didn't think that I was going to talk a little bit about elections um, of that nature. But again, a lot of this actually relates to health, which is what we talk about. But it's also helping you to realize like, hey, you can actually play a big and a huge part. Okay. So again, when it comes to health disparities, again, I don't want to lie to you and tell you that there are no differences that occur between people who may be of a different skin color. To be honest, I really don't understand the the notion of, you know, there being uh, a difference of skin color because I see all people as being equal the way God made it. But I know that some people just don't really comprehend that idea and that's them. But for me, I want you to know that I could, you know, I really don't see much difference other than skin color, but what should that really determine? Should that be, oh, if you have a, if you're dark, you should get better treatment. Or if you're light, you should get better treatment. No, we should all get equal treatment. But unfortunately, you know, we have a healthcare system that has not done its due diligence from a historical standpoint. Now I know that things have been improving. And again, this is where I like to share just information, not more so my opinion, but really just sharing the facts with you and also sharing some of the things that we can actually do to combat this. Now, I didn't want to go too in depth on this topic because it's a lot to cover, but I will say that there are many articles out there that that talk about this. And so rest assured that we are definitely going to revisit this topic. We're going to have some more data to share with you. Um, there was some data, but like I said, I just wanted to provide you with an with a brief overview of this topic. So that way, once we do revisit it again, um, you know, I'll still kind of give a, a brief overview, but then we're going to get into some of the details of it. So hopefully, again, this was fairly informative to you and you found it 
quite engaging and it can even lead to some conversations being started because again i think that it's important especially if you have a family i'm sure you know someone who may be experiencing um, issues whether it's health issues um, or have been in hospital or seeing someone you know a professional and there are just some challenges when it comes to really getting quality um, timely care. And so if that applies to you, then I hope that this information or at least some of these suggestions that I provide to help you and guide you. And if you have any additional feedback or questions that you have, feel free to reach out to me. Reach out to me at jerry at robody.org. Or you can just reply with a brief message through our social media, and I would be sure to respond to you promptly. Okay. So as a brief recap from what I mentioned is, yes, I did get fully certified as a as a holistic health coach, let me put it correctly, and which means that we will be seeing clients. Yes, we will be seeing clients very soon in terms of starting some sessions. So that is some of the news. Listen, I told you you wanted to stay tuned for this, but that's not only, that's not the only news. So you have to make sure that you stay tuned throughout December because again this is the first part of the news but you don't want to miss the other part and again you really don't want to miss it I, I don't know how much to stress that but you don't want to miss uh, the other episodes that we do have and and for each one of those um during and at the end I will do a recap so that way if you're saying you know what I really want to listen but I just want to kind of know what you're saying you can at least tune into the December videos once we do have those and make sure that you don't miss the news. OK, so if you enjoyed this episode before you log off, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Support us because we are coming to you and doing some great things. We could be coming to you via telehealth. OK, so you never know. But. I want you to stay tuned because you don't want to miss some of the great things that we are going to be doing. OK, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. If you did not share it with somebody, share this information with them. OK, I know that you may be saying I can I'm, I'm benefiting from this. But listen, someone else could be benefiting, could be benefiting from it. And so by sharing with them, you can help them out. OK. Until next time, I hope that you enjoy your day and I will talk with you later.